With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's like when you see daylight and then all of a sudden it closes up. The Deshaun Watson story. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere. Eyeball to eyeball. As we are the same but different. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and super abundantly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the court, the court of public opinion, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. Hope all is going all right for you. And we are back at it again here in our lead this hour coming from the NFL. We did not have to wait to the very last minute. This did not come down to the 11th hour. A plot twist in the Deshaun Watson story. He's strutting around signing autographs. The, the Cleveland Browns Neanderthal fan base is like, oh, we got away with it. We got away with it. Uh, uh, if you thought the creepy Browns quarterback six-game suspension was the end of the story, you are wrong. Have you heard the latest here? Perhaps not. This is like an episode of Scooby-Doo. I would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you meddling NFL. Turns out the National Football League has rejected the six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. The league wants him to be sitting out longer, uh, wants Watson on the sidelines longer. And so they said, you know what, we spent all that money. We paid this former federal judge, this retired Sue L. Robinson, this, you know, this dog and pony show of a trial, which wasn't really a trial. It was a whole, I don't know, I can't explain it. But... That happened on Monday, so the decision came down, and the NFL told the Players Association that it will indeed exercise the right of appeal 
the in the punishment, which is really just a clerical matter. There's not actually going to be an appeal hearing from what we understand. It's just going to be paperwork. But by appealing, the NFL is giving the power back to the people. Well, actually, back to the commissioner. Back to Roger Goodell, who can now choose another person, anyone he wants, to levy the extended dance remix of punishment. All right, so let us discuss the question, why, why did the NFL file the appeal against Deshaun Watson's suspension after spending all of that time and all that effort to come up with a retired federal judge? Why did they do it? So I've got publishing house, co-conspirators, and big red button. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a doghouse, which is where Deshaun Watson's going to be the rest of his career in the doghouse. So, uh, A, you don't need a doofus on the radio to tell you that this was a strategic move. The NFL, over the last couple of days, has been crucified, vilified, for the lightweight punishment given out to the creepy quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson, up until that point, was able to play the system running his own petting zoo for a massage therapist, and he got caught, and he gets sued 24 women. We all know the story. He ends up getting traded in the middle of all this, and the Browns rewarded his bad behavior. The immoral Cleveland Browns, so horny to win, they took the horny quarterback, $230 million guaranteed. Watson then pays hush money. Over the course of this, to 23 of the 24 women, the Texans, they, they're in coats. The NFL's own Houston Texans agree this guy's a pervert, and he messed with 30 women. They paid 30 women. Why would an NFL team pay all 30 women? They did. So, so you've got uh, 53 payouts, 30 from the team, 23 from Watson, one outstanding. And if you do the math on this, that's roughly 50% of the massage therapist that Watson is alleged to have visited. Got a check. Uh, 30 out of 66 or 63, something like that. So Deshaun Watson, uh, also, uh, he had he had a side hustle, his own publishing house that he had uh, he had going on. And in the, in the publishing house for Deshaun Watson, uh, he, he was selling his, his own proprietary blend of touch and feel books. And uh, remember those when you were a kid, you know, you – it's, it's like the scratch and sniff. Uh, but his had little towels, and you pick up the little towel, and then you got big props. Uh, keep in mind that in that 16-page report from Judge Robinson, uh, she described Watson's behavior as more egregious than any before reviewed by the NFL. The biggest scumbag in the NFL, Deshaun Watson, right there. Uh, and Robinson concluding that Watson violated not one, not two, but three, three different provisions. And the personal conduct policy, uh, sexual assault, conduct posing a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of another person, and conduct that undermines the integrity of the NFL. Because when you think integrity, you think NFL, right? You think uh, church, NFL, right? Something like that. Uh, Very important. Very, very important. All right, now part B of this, how much additional punishment does Deshaun Watson end up getting? I'm glad you asked. So this is the part of the story where it gets pretty interesting because we're hearing all kinds of things. The NFL is supposedly pushing for an indefinite suspension and treatment because Watson's got some issues there. But th- that would la- that would be at least one year. So one-year suspension could be longer. But what about the money? What about the money? I'm glad you asked. The league is also seeking monetary punishment. And the reason why is because the Cleveland Browns worked as co-conspirators to help structure Watson's contract in a way to avoid any financial hardship from the suspension. It was a sweetheart deal by the Browns. Very kind of them to do that. I mean, if you're running a criminal enterprise, you want to have people like the Browns management team there to guide you along. And I believe the term is, I think, aiding and abetting is the term. I believe that's the the legal term, aiding and abetting, uh, co-conspirator, whatever you want to say. But Jimmy Haslam and the Browns, in my opinion, helped facilitate everything uh, to help Deshaun Watson out, clearing the decks, all of that. And so now the NFL is attempting to get a slice of the pie, some of that fully 
guaranteed $230 million. Now, at this point, Watson would only lose $333,333. So it would it would be like half the sign of the devil. If you stack it up, it is the devil sign. But the, the NFL is going to get what the NFL wants, taking advantage of the loophole. The league will strong arm their own punishment. So essentially wasting the last couple of months where this thing was going on. The only question is, who the bad guy is going to be? Does Roger Goodell have the cojones to just issue the punishment himself? Or will he pass the buck? Corporate America says he passes the buck. That he has some kind of hush-hush deal with somebody at the NFL says, okay, I don't want to be the bad guy, so I'll make you the bad guy. And I'm going to have you be the person that looks at this appeal, but here's what we want. So Goodell most likely will deputize somebody else who's a middleman to be the evil scoundrel who issues the punishment. That way, Goodell has plausible deniability and can then say, well, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I didn't do it. We'll find out soon enough on that. All right, last word here. So the Players Association, the union, which has been supporting this creepster, uh, they have until the end of business on Friday, 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 to respond in writing. And the uh, union could challenge the appeal ruling in federal court. You heard me right. This could go to federal court, setting the stage for a prolonged, Battle Royale. Now, what are the chances that Deshaun Watson ends up playing at all while this case goes on? So the answer is slim to none because the union already agreed to the six games. So that means that assuming this gets done by game seven for the Browns, then there's nothing to worry about. Uh, but Roger Goodell can put the kibosh on any chance of Watson playing while this goes through the legal system if he doesn't indeed challenge it by pressing that big red button on his desk. You know the big red button. Yeah, that one. The one that activates the commissioner's exempt clause. At the bare minimum, the NFL, it, all, all indications are the NFL is hell-bent on making sure Watson is gone for at least 12 games. Now, why is that the Goldilocks zone for the NFL? I'll tell you. That's the bare minimum because the NFL does not want him returning to the scene of the X-rated massagers, does not want him going back to Houston in week 13. Now, I got to tell you, full disclosure, from a talk radio standpoint, that would be amazing theater. I fully support that, but it doesn't sound like the NFL is going to play ball in that regard. So the way we read the room, best case scenario for Deshaun Watson after the appeal is that Watson gets 12 games, is allowed to play. By that point, the Browns will already be eliminated. They'll have four meaningless games left. Uh, And the uh, wretched Browns, he can go out and play against the Bengals in the Ohio Civil War, the Dick and Dayton Battle Royale, one of our callers, usually the last hour, week 14 there. Bengals and Browns. Tickets are available. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The King of San Diego has arrived, but not everyone's happy. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air Everywhere, face-to-face, as we pinky promise, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond, on the vast and stratospherically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from Chow, as we hang out in the Chow line, serving up fresh, hot sports takes, piping hot all night long. From the comforts of the Fox Sports Radio studio, somewhere in the Magic Radio box. So our lead this hour comes from baseball. The post-mortem on the 2022 trade deadline and most of the focus in the conversation about baseball continues to be about the pod squad and San Diego rocking the boat making the big moves at the deadline, and it wasn't the Dodgers, it wasn't the Yankees or the Mets or the Red Sox, the usual teams that do that. It was the Padres. Now, Juan Soto traded from the Nationals to the Padres for the top-ranked players in the minor league system. Soto making his debut for the Padres on Wednesday night, and he was one for three with a couple of walks. So, eh, got a nice ovation. It was Brandon Drury. Who? The other guy the Padres got from the Reds who had a grand salami. Get out the rye bread and mustard, Grandma, for Brandon Drury. But I want to go back to the reaction. We talked about this in a previous episode, gave our reaction, but the reaction of the baseball community has been all over the map to Soto. So if you've not been following along, maybe not. For example, let me give you some examples here. Uh, Give you a little taste, just a little taste, like a sampler. An anonymous American League general manager saying that once the Juan Soto trade, the biggest, highest impact trade he's ever seen. Yeah, a little over dramatic for me. A little over dramatic for me, but that's uh, what one general manager supposedly said from the American League. Uh, however, not everyone is in lockstep here. Not everyone is sold on San Diego's trade for Soto. In fact, one National League executive. Wondering aloud if the Padres are building too much of a top-heavy team. That they're focused on Juan Soto, Manny Machado, and Fernando Tatis Jr. The quote from MLB.com, state-sponsored MLB.com, from the executive, supposedly works for National League team. San Diego is in danger. There's a quote. San Diego's in danger of entering Angels territory. Ooh. Within the next few years, the executive opined, a strong top third of the roster with below average depth beyond or behind it rather, due to a series of system-busting trades. So let us discuss. Now the question, keep it simple. Don't need to get hard. It's, it's radio. I mean, you don't have to keep it simple. We don't have to go off the off the reservation. So the Padres. Headed to Angel Territory with the Juan Soto trade. Is that fair or foul? So this is a foul ball. I got a foul ball. No, no, no. The foul ball. 
No, I want. I checked the replay. I've got Saddam, boy band, and linebacker. And we will combine all of these things together, and we're going to make fish tacos, which you can get when you go to your Padre game. All right, so number one. one. Yeah, uh, San Diego, that was a wonderful trade. I'll say it again. I'm Benny Brightside on this one, and the negative Nellies that are out there, let's call a spade a spade. From this side of the microphone, the Padre fan, should be doing somersaults from La Jolla to Mission Valley is what they should be doing there in in San Diego because, as we have said, this is an A-plus trade. It's a chef's kiss is what it is, the epitome of a machismo move. You have a hunch, bet a bunch. The angel comp doesn't work for multiple reasons, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Right? The, the angels never gutted their farm system. They never had a farm system to gut. So you're you're comparing the Padres and the Angels. It's not like the Angels traded everyone to get Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. They didn't trade anybody. They got them both, and they still stink. Okay? So that comparison is ridiculous. And it's also the ownership side, right? You've heard of the Midas touch. You know, that where everything you touch turns to gold. Well, Artie Marino has the Saddam touch. Okay, everything this guy touches, uh, he gets his hands on, he ruins. It's just been the way it is. And the Angels have never been able to break through in building a roster. But it's not because they made a terrible trade and they gutted their farm system. Uh, They've just been unable to pick the right players. Halfway decent pitching. If they just had average pitching in one of these years, they'd be a playoff team. And they'd maybe make some noise in the playoffs. But no. It's been a poop fest around Trout and around Shohei Otani. And uh, just because the Halos flop does not mean it's going to be a failure in San Diego. Now, I, listen, I hope it does. I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I got to call it like it is. And, and then part two of this, why the snickering over San Diego's wheeling and dealing and all this that's going on? So uh, the way I would phrase this, it's the boy band stigma. They're the new kids on the block, relatively speaking, because they keep making moves that they're not supposed to make. Stay in your lane, as LeVar Ball famously said years ago. The Padres are gate crashers. San Diego, for all intents and purposes, is considered a small or medium to small market in baseball's establishment. And they, they already signed the forever contract to Fernando Tatis Jr. They gave Manny Machado a huge contract. They also gave the uh, the first baseman that they just traded to the uh, to the Red Sox, uh, Brad. Eric Hosmer, they traded him uh, to Boston. He, he got a massive contract also. All right, so th- these are moves that the Padres are not supposed to be making. The Padres are supposed to be signing the mid-reliever the Brewers released, hoping that he can bounce back and have a good spring training and maybe make the team. That's the move the Padres are supposed to make. And so because they are crashing the gate, right, the baseball establishment, getting Juan Soto is another one of these moves. You're not operating like you're in some jerk water town, uh, which is what the Padres are supposed to be doing here. And so this is considered a hostile takeover because the Padres, while I still have them behind on my big board, behind the top teams in the National League, they are now bird-dogging the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Atlanta Braves, who are supremacy in the National League circuit. Now, final point. What can the Padres do to avoid being the sequel to the Angels? We already explained it's not the sequel because they didn't. the Angels didn't trade everyone to get a young player, as we pointed out. But it's also not trigonometry here when you look at this objectively. Just follow the wisdom of the old linebacker. It's turned, not trigonometry. Follow the wisdom of the, of the linebacker turned coach, Mike Singletary. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Which also means don't suck is what that means. Right? It, it's all about the casting call. It really is San Diego now. They've got to find a few diamonds in the rough over the next couple of years. But the great thing about the minor league system is every year you get a new crop of draft picks and you can cultivate. It's like a farmer. And you lay the seeds and then you see what happens. So the idea that they can't figure it out is a misnomer. If, if the Padres had all these amazing minor league players, which all the nerds are all excited about, and they just traded them to the Nationals, well, they can get more. It's amazing. There's a bunch of people. It doesn't seem like it, but there's a bunch of kids playing high school baseball. You can go international, get players all over the world, and you can restock the minor league system. 
But it's about that casting call. And a credit to Peter Seidler, the owner, the grandson of Walter O'Malley, the nephew of Peter O'Malley. Boy, I wish this guy had owned the Dodgers instead of Peter O'Malley. Peter O'Malley was a tightwad when he owned the Dodgers. He didn't spend a lot of money. Uh, this guy, Seidler, man, this guy's a baller. He is going for it. That's every. I, I said this the other day. I'll say it again. You, all, you want your team to have an owner like this. You want your team to have an owner that is just going for it. And that's what the Padres have right now. And this guy, it's not like he's the richest owner in the NFL. He doesn't have the deepest pot or the NBA or the baseball. Right? I'll get to the sport, right sport eventually. But he doesn't have the biggest... He doesn't have the biggest pockets in baseball. Uh, his net worth is estimated around $3 billion, which is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money. But there are other owners that have more money in baseball, and he's been spending the last couple of years like it's going out of style. And so the, the Padres, like every other team, you gotta you got to put a rich tapestry of talent together around what is, what, the three musketeers of baseball for the Padres there with Tatis, Soto, and Machado. The other problem with this, and we've seen this year after year in baseball, just because you have the best players in baseball does not mean they'll play the best in the playoffs, and that becomes a problem. We know Tatis and Soto have been productive. They don't have a lot of October baseball, very small sample size, but they've done well. You know who hasn't done well? Manny Machado. He sucks in playoff baseball historically. He's played a lot of games going back to his days in Baltimore in the playoffs. He's a career 200 hitter in postseason baseball, so you can get him out. And my my snapshot memory of Manny Machado, I was at this game. I believe it was at Dodger Stadium, Red Sox-Dodgers, World Series, hit a ball that he thought was a home run, keyword there, thought was a home run, It bounced off the wall, and Machado was strutting around like a peacock and uh, got a single. He hit a ball off the wall in the World Series and got a single because he was showboating. And I don't mind showboating, but you better make sure the ball's over the fence if you're going to showboat, if you're going to be a dog. Otherwise, you're a dog with fleas if if you hit the ball and it goes off the wall. That's a bad job by you. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here, and it would be uh, it would be good. Listen, I, I hope this works out on some degree because I want to see other teams copy this model. I'm so sick and tired of all these teams crying poverty in baseball, and uh, the usual suspects: the Pirates, the Royals, uh, the Athletics, teams like that, the, the Marlins, you got the, the Padres. Their owners, like, hey, we're going. For it. And if this works. It will encourage other people to do the same thing. Just like the Rams won the Super Bowl, and now we've got other teams saying F them picks. The Raiders traded a bunch of high picks to get Devontae Adams, for example. You go down the list, there's some other moves that were made. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the rice or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubaloo. Don Mattingly told a reporter today that he is non-committal on returning to the Marlins in 2023. Ben, if he doesn't come back, does Mattingly get another manager job right away? No. Uh, he he walked out of the Dodgers and got the Marlins job. He did not take a year off, but it's not going to happen again. It sounds to me like Mattingly's burned out. Like He's just tired of managing these mediocre Marlins teams and all that, and I can't believe he's been with the Marlins longer than he was with the Dodgers. It seems crazy. The time has flown there. He's been, been in Miami seven years now. But Mattingly's kind of a middle-of-the-road manager. If you give him good players, he'll win. If you give him mediocre players, they'll just be mediocre. He's, you know, nothing's really stood out about Mattingly as a manager. I think he's done unless the Yankees and Brian Cashman come calling if Aaron Boone flames out in New York. I can see Mattingly taking over in the Bronx. Next! Jacoby Brissett spoke to reporters this week and reminded them that stepping in as a starter is not something that he's unfamiliar with. Now, Ben, let's assume Watson only serves six games. I know you don't believe that will be the case, but uh, if he does, how many of those six can Jacoby Brissett win? Well, the story here, Coop, is that Jacoby Brissett, may we we all have the confidence of Jacoby Brissett because he has started games and he's been miserable. Okay, so yes, he has confidence. He's got the confidence of a name-brand player and he performs like a generic brand product. Okay, and uh, so, I mean, geez, the more he plays, the worse he gets. But to answer your question... Six games. I looked at the Brown schedule here, and there's a lot of cupcakes. The Panthers, the Jets, the Falcons in there. They also have to play the Patriots, Steelers, and uh, Chargers. So I would say at best three and three. At best. All right. Next. Phillies decided to make a push for this season at the deadline, acquiring Noah Syndergaard and Brandon Marsh from the Angels. Uh, the Phillies are still a few few games out of the wild card. Were these actually bad trades by the Phillies? No, they were great. You go for it. You always go for it. You never give up. Remember the Braves last year. You go for it. It's a win. I won. I won the game. No, no, I won the game. Don't play that. I won the game. I'm talking and I won the game. Winner. I won the game. It's a win for me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. The wisdom, the knowledge of Ben and friends. And we pass the microphone over to the Koopa Loop for the reading of the questions. All right, we're going to start off with a question from Double O Mexican. Okay. Uh, He says, you get 50-yard line tickets at the Super Bowl for free, but you have to go with one of the following callers. Angry Bill, Jed Who Fled, Phylexis, or Plastered Paul? Who do you got? Man. I I actually think this is easy, but go ahead. I I would go with Jed Who Fled. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Yeah. I I think he'd bail out. I agree. I I don't think he'd be there. Yeah. Okay. So you agree with my- Absolutely. uh, He would last about a half a quarter, and then he would be off looking for uh, (laughs) other things. Plastered Paul be like, hey, 
Hey, oh, God. Hey, let's see, mate. Oh, I was saying Jed because I thought he'd be the like the most fun to hang out with, but I mean. No, no, he won't. He'll leave. <laughs> no, he'll be gone. He'll He's be... Jed who fled. He'll, he'll take That's off. Right. He'll get bored. Agreed. He's like, no, I got to get out of here. Roberto? Jed. All right. Coop? Jed? Yeah, yeah. Jed. All yeah. right. Congratulations, All Jed. Right, here's one. a better question. Who would be the, the, the one you do not want to hang out with the most? Paul. Plastic Paul. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was answered quickly then. Yeah, Paul will be fine until he gets his like third bottle of red breast, and then it's on. It's over. All right, what is next? What do we got here? All right, this question is from uh, Justin in Cincinnati for oh. you, Ben. Oh. Uh, are you tired of the curse of Justin yet, considering your game show performances have been historically bad? Uh-oh. Well, listen, Justin, you do the crime, you got to do the time. It's not. I hate to do it to you. I love you as your big fan of the show, but you you cheated. You and Eddie were in cahoots, and I gave you the opportunity to come to the court. We could have a kangaroo court. We'd do it on the air. Everything would be transparent. Uh, but there's more direct evidence against Justin in Cincinnati than there is against Deshaun Watson. He played it out on terrestrial radio. He cheated, and the whole world heard it. <laughs> no, they didn't. It's unbelievable. He tanked it. Talk about the, the dolphin tanking scandal. I think the Justin in Cincinnati tanking scandal is much worse. Much worse. You're funny. All right, next. Uh, this next question is from Milkman Mike. Hi, Milkman Mike. If you could be any horror movie villain, who would you be? Hmm, horror movie villain. Hannibal Lecter. Hmm. Eddie? No, no, uh, no, uh, explanation why Hannibal Lecter? I want to eat human flesh. <laughs> I don't, what do you want I me mean, to say? I don't know. I, there got to be a reason, right? Uh, don't cut that up. I, I would go with uh, with uh, Jason Voorhees because he never effing dies. He's been in like fifty uh-huh. movies. Oh, they got they got tickets. They got to sell Eddie. I mean, you know, it's the thing. I like yeah. there. There's a new. Have you seen the new trailer, Coop? For the uh, the it's the final one this time. Oh yeah, say. yeah. Uh, Hall- Halloween many, ends. Yeah. yeah how that- many times have they said that? Like <laughs> five times. Well, it's it's Jamie Lee Curtis's last Halloween movie. Well, I guess she's gonna get killed. You don't need to watch it then. You're yeah, good. I'm yeah. good. Roberto? Um The Joker. The Joker. I don't know if that's a horror movie villain. <laughs> Depends how it's, it's how it's made. It's uh nice. That's a terrible answer. Uh, I'm <laughs> wow. stupid question. The stupid question. The dumb question. Dumb question. I'll, dumb question. I'll go with Freddy Krueger. That's Ooh, a classic. Be all burned up though. Friday yeah, the but then I can I can like you're like you're not even safe when you're asleep. I I can get you in your dreams. You could go like old school gremlins, you know, because you're cute and furry and all that, and then just get the water, you, you know, eat after midnight, and then you're. No. All right. Well, uh, what is next here? Let's have well, one more, then we'll pause for the cause here. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. By the way, this portion of the Ben Maller Show made possible by our friends at Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. We get back to the crux of the matter here. And uh, Koopa Loop with Ask Ben the next question with that personal touch. All right. This question is from Ferg Dog. Hi, Ferg Dog. Uh, he wants to know, how do you deal with spiders in the house? I smash them with a book. I clean the book and wall afterwards. Yeah, so I, I'm normally a shoe guy. I like to kill him with a shoe. That's usually my move there. And then you got to clean up the mess on the wall. And being up all night, like, I see spiders all the time. Like, people during the day, I think the spiders hide, right? They, they, they go out at night and all You don't see the spiders during the you day. Eat them. They go in your mouth when you're sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh. Yeah. Bugs, spiders while you're sleeping. Yeah, all that crap. But uh, I kill him with you, Eddie. I usually get like a piece of toilet paper and flush them. Oh, you give him a burial at sea. Yeah, that's very nice. Very nice. I I give I send him to a landfill. That's what I do. Uh, Roberto. Yeah, I go with the shoe also. Yeah. Yeah. Old shoe can't go wrong with the old shoe. Cool. Guys are amateurs. Yeah, Va- you, vacuum cleaner. Like? Vacuum. Yep. <laughs> Clean up and, and death all in one. Does it really kill him though? I, I mean, I think so. What if they, if they crawl, crawl back out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, there's no, what if they crawl there's out? No, there's no way. Like, uh, it's probably like the force of the suction is, you know, 
That's a drop. That's a drop. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, cool. What sound does a horse make? All right. All right. (laughs) We'll pause for the cause. Keep the questions coming, and we may use your question on the air. Send it in right now. Hashtag Ask Ben. The continuation of Ask Ben and Friends for the rest of the hour continues next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Get back to it. Actually, I, I had an email question, Coop, from Carol the Titans fan. Now, we get asked this from time to time, but I'll ask it again. And uh, Carol asked, if you weren't working in this job for the entire crew here, what would you want to have and or what job would you realistically have? So I've often said shopping cart guy at Costco. That's always the fallback. I think I can be pretty good at that. I'd be good at getting shopping carts. I don't really have any skills, though. I, I can't really help society in any way other than doing marginal monologues at night. So I don't really know what I would, would do. Uh, maybe like attorney, but that's a lot of school, and you got to pass the bar and all that. I don't know that I want to do that. What about you, Eddie? Any Any realistic career plans if this radio thing doesn't work out? Well, not anymore, but when yeah. I was younger, I did consider being a uh, a teacher and a uh, football coach. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. I could see you as a football coach, like a whistle, you know, and the short shorts and mm-hmm. all that. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Roberto? Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Dodger Stadium, probably. I love that place. You work probably, at Dodger yeah, Stadium? Probably yeah. Dodger Stadium doing oh, something. What do you do? Like like Clubhouse. Grounds that. crew or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Clubhouse guy. Yeah, you make good money on tips. Yeah. They don't make a lot, but the players tip them. You got to be the road the road clubhouse. That's what you want to yeah. do because the players come in, they tip you a bunch of money. It's great. Coop? Uh, if I could choose, I would love to just be a uh, poker pro and do nothing but play poker tournaments all the time. Yeah. Uh, realistically, man, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing like back in the day, I could have been a competitive eater, but not anymore. I've lost my skill. I, I, if if something went wrong, I'd probably uh, you know try to get back into something into in the you know show business. Hooray industry. for Hollywood! Yeah. Hooray for Hollywood! Before this, I was thinking about being a chef, but it was nah. I like uh, you want to be a chef, but you don't want to be like a line chef, yeah, right? Exactly. You want to be a chef yeah. at your own restaurant yeah, or something like that. Exactly. You don't want to be making 7,000 omelets a day. No. That, uh, that's a pain in the ass, yeah, I would exactly. think. Yeah. All right. What is next here? It's Ask Ben. Your question is our answer. Uh, thanks to Carol, by the way, again, the Titan fan who sent that in. All right. So this question is from Ferg Dog. Uh, again, this is a good one. I thought it would be interesting. And I will answer it first just in case you need some time if you want to actually look this up. Um, he says, for the crew, how many listeners have you had to block slash mute on Twitter? And I actually I, I went into my settings and looked at my mm-hmm. muted and, and blocked accounts. Uh, I have 11 people, and they're not I guess they're not all Malin Militia members, but most of them. I have 11 people muted and nine blocked. All right, let me. How do you find this? I'm, I'm looking right now. If if you go into like your uh like the little the three dots yeah the or, uh and then you go to settings and privacy uh-huh. and then you click privacy and safety okay and then you'll see muted accounts and and blocked accounts okay um yeah, and it, sh- should I name drop a couple here? Yeah, go ahead. The, the blocked at, ones. Um, Blind Scott. Uh, no, believe no. it or not, oh, uh, okay. uh, muted. Yes, uh, but Fluffy Dave is one of the blocked Fluffy ones. Fluffy Dave. Yep. Oh man. Yep. And then uh, and then uh, so a couple of Flex's old accounts, but I think that's you know. Yeah, I think I blocked uh, Mark, the full name guy. Yeah, I, I have a, I, it doesn't say a number on here, but there's a lot of most of them were people that threatened uh, me in one way. Oh yeah, there's no like number, but you'd have to like count of, them. But I had one of Ben's old accounts, uh, one that got hacked, or like a you have like a, a guy who pretended to be you. Oh yeah, there were several people yeah, that pretended like, to be yeah, me. That was yeah. blocked. I have 32 uh, blocked and 24 muted. Yeah. I have 21 blocked, and probably the most notable is Weed Man Hippie. <laughs> oh, weed man! Come on, man! That's weed man hippie. I, I don't see a number though on this. I don't, you got to count them. I, oh, I can't. I, I, I got can't a, count I got a that ton high. Muted. Yeah, I got a ton muted. Yeah, the mute thing. I can't even get into that because it, I, I mean, most of the people are muted. To be honest with you. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a lot of people that would be upset to know that they're muted on on here. 
Yeah, like if you if you I just full, I muted Alexis. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I should I, should I... <laughs> oh, you want to say it? Say it. You want to say it? I do. I well, look, it's not it's not anything personal. I have I have your wife muted, Eddie. Just, oh, wow. yeah, because of all the Charger stuff, you don't want to see all that. I but not not even because I don't want to see it. Why because... even follow her though? Just well, unfollow her. Well, because well, no, because well, then that's that's rude. I don't want to like respond. And it's, you know, because st- I feel like that's happened before where I've made some snarky anti Chargers tweet. Yeah. And then I you understand. Know, it doesn't go well. No, I get that. <laughs> she, she tweets a lot about the Chargers. Yeah. So. She's a big fan of the, the Chargers. Yeah, I'm looking here. I mean, there's some people I muted by mistake. And I'm <laughs> sure. looking at it. I don't, <laughs> sure, I <didn't> buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate, but. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here's Mr. Hockey, Eddie Garcia. All right, thank you, Ben. Well, the free agency period started about a month ago, and it was curious that a couple of the big players available hadn't found teams until this past week. John Klingberg, considered considered the best available free agent defenseman, I uh, finally signed a deal one year with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he is wow. about to turn 30 at 47 points in 74 games last year. He's an elite offensive defenseman. Uh, apparently, he wasn't happy with his agent uh, and not getting a deal until now because he fired his agent Uh-oh. Uh, and uh, got new representation and then signed a one-year deal with a bad team in Anaheim. Uh, his uh, yeah, thinking, he used to live in New, Newport Beach, and well, he's gonna know he, who he, is. he should put up a lot of good numbers on that bad team because he's gonna get to play a lot, and then he'll try again next year in free agency. Uh, see if he can to do get a big a deal. mulligan. Uh, but the other guy is still out there, Nazem Kadri, the best, probably second line center in the NHL, still looking for a home. There's a lot of uh, buzz that he may sign with the New York Islanders. Uh, but that has yet to happen. Yeah. What a bummer for the scoring. island! Didn't they spend fifty thousand on lottery tickets and they didn't win? Yeah, they did. What actually. a bummer! Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what they said. I don't know. Uh, Minnesota Wild is that a tax write-off? Probably not. I don't think so. They said if it was charity, though, they were going to give the money to charity. Well, if they would have won, then that could have been a tax write-off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Wild star forward and Russian Kirill Kaprizov successfully back in the United States. Uh, according to the athletic, take that, Putin. Yeah, he uh, p- reportedly left Russia through Turkey, which is I don't know if that's the typical way to to, to get out, but any uh, way out of Russia. Yeah, he, he got out, and uh, the uh, 2022 MVP candidate back on American soil. Of course, it's been a, a chaotic, uh, chaotic uh, summer for Russian athletes. There was that story about the goaltender for the Flyers. Ivan Fedotov, who uh, still apparently is being detained in that remote military in the gulag. Base. Somewhere in uh, the northern Arctic uh, Circle. Yeah, the uh, Arctic he's Circle. Still, he's he's trying in to a get gulag out, but, in the Arctic but, Circle. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov is, is free. He's, he's in the United States. Uh, ESPN reported that Adidas will not return as the NHL's official supplier of uniforms Uh-oh. and apparel when their agreement ends after the 2023-24 season. Whoa, whoa. Uh, they've got two years remaining on that seven-year deal, and uh, apparently they told the NHL, hey, we, we, we're not going to be back uh, after oh, that's, this. That's a bad look uh, for the NHL. They man. replaced Reebok back in 2017-18 and reportedly uh, paid more than $35 million for the rights to be the apparel. So who's going to be the new apparel company? I, they switch this up every few years. So I don't know. It's Nike's turn, I guess. Their, their turn, Nike. Does Nike want it, though? I don't know. If they want I don't know. Somebody will do it. Uh, San Jose Sharks going to retire the number 12 of Patrick Marlowe. I know you love the, the number of retirements this coming season. Yeah, so they give him a statue also? No statue for oh, him, I don't believe. But he is the first number to be retired by that franchise. He's the all-time leader in their history in games played, goals, points, playoff points. Uh, power play goals, short hit, everything, pretty much everything. Uh, he also is the NHL career record holder for most games played in a career, 1,779. Uh, the Sharks also announced that they're going to retire, uh, well, actually, I guess not retire, raise a banner for former player, captain, and general manager Doug Wilson. Uh, yeah. So not, they said not not a number, but his name. Good. His See, that's name what you should hard. do. That's the proper way to do a tribute. He was the first captain in the history of the Sharks, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2020. He was the GM I gotta tell of the you, team though, I'm 19 offended. years. I'm offended by the Shark nickname. You know how many people have been bitten by Sharks over the years? It's a very violent uh, thing, few. and I, I think they many. should cancel that name. Mm-hmm. I think they should be called the San Jose Hockey Team. That's what they should call them. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Commandos. 
Uh, Doug Wilson had a nice run in San Jose, but not as long as the 43 years for Kevin Lowe in Edmonton. He was the first ever draft pick of the team back in 1979. He wouldn't, he wouldn't leave. He couldn't get out of Edmonton. Yeah, he GPS went on working. to be an assistant coach, briefly a head coach, uh, then was a scout, general manager, president of hockey operations, Hall of Famer. Uh, he had his number retired. I know you hate that, but uh, he announced he is uh, retiring after 43 years, all in uh, Edmonton with the uh, Edmonton Oilers. And that is your Puck the World Report. All right. Thank you for that, Eddie. Let me take off my my puck head now. I hope Blind Scott liked that. I don't care about that. Yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 